We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. And here's the controversy. Listen, we love fun, right? Afternoons on the score. All right, stories of my failures. (laughs) I'd get a kick out of it. We're going to need the phone lines for this one. Because I am hoping this isn't as bad as I feel. I'm, um, these are all true. Everything I've told you guys about seven hours to assemble a car for my kid, only for it to not end up working, uh, and needing to then pay someone to assemble the new car. They're, they're all true. But let me, let me say that based on the video that you sent to us. Yeah. This issue, yeah. This problem, yeah, is a doozy. Okay, I consider this a doozy. Okay, so I'm I'm inclined to cut you a break, but I don't know all the details I, just yet. I've I've wet bandits my own house. Remember when I flooded the house from the second floor down because oh. I left the sink running? No, I, I mean you're an idiot. That's okay, without okay, question. Yeah, right. I I would the, never. I would never <laughs> deny. Yeah, yeah, I would want you to. Of what an idiot and just a, a colossally disastrous homeowner you are. All right. So last night. Bulls game ends, and I'm like, you know what? Let's see if uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm on, or if they gave it a week off because of the Super Bowl. Oh, there was. It's episode two. And it was a good one. <laughs> and it was a great one. Uh, I'm loving the start to this season, Tanny. And I'm like, oh, man, Curb Your Enthusiasm and the return of Jon Stewart? I didn't love episode one of Curb uh, of this year, so I got to watch episode two. Yeah, all right. Well, I'll uh, give it a it's, shot. That's all subjective. Mm. Uh, so, like, all right. I have a solid hour plus of like prime comedic programming to watch here. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, as Max says, I'm going to get the plane in the air. So get the plane in the air. Sure you do. Not, not anything aggressively, not anything, uh, you know, nuts, but a few puffs. Not like meth or anything. No, no, just a few puffs. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. Meth is Thursdays at Danny's house. So like, all right, a few puffs, settle in for some comedy, me and the wife on the couch, going to have... A lovely evening. About 27 minutes into the 31-minute Curb episode, <laughs> I hear a noise mm. coming from the kitchen. And, you know, one of the side effects of getting the plane in the air, you can be a little on edge of time, you can be a little paranoid, maybe a little bit aware of your senses around you. I'm like, huh, that doesn't sound like a noise that I'm terribly familiar with. What could that noise possibly be? I say to Steph, I say, hey, Steph, you hear that noise? She could goes, you describe the ruckus? Sarah? It was more of a rattle. It was like, a, it was like something like rattling around. A rattle. And I'm like... Like 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 a, like a jangle, like a like a metal clanking, like a shake or like a roll, like a shake or a roll, and uh, <laughs> and Steph, you hear when you that? hear all three of those together, then you know the chorus is coming. She goes, she goes, she goes you hear that? I, I she goes, I don't hear anything. She goes, I don't know, maybe it's the dishwasher. I'm like, all right, pause the episode. I'm gonna go check out the dishwasher. Dishwasher running fine, not the dishwasher, not the. Dishwasher. But as I'm over by the dishwasher, yeah, I hear the noise louder. Coming to my right. Was it uh, one of your toddlers with a rattle no, no, in the they, middle of the room? No, no, no. They were upstairs sleeping. This is okay. about uh, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. If the dishwasher wasn't running right, do you think you'd know? 
I think I would know that it sounds different than it does on other nights. I don't know that I would know how to fix it, but, you know. So I'm like, okay. I always ask that every Passover. Why does this dishwasher run differently than it does on any other It's one of the big questions. Uh, The rattle, now that I'm closer to the kitchen, it's clearly coming from the stove oven area. I'm not an expert in this area. All right, so hold on. So something rattling in the stove oven area seems... Seems a little scary, frankly. Like but, an old meatloaf left in there by accident would not rattle. So I turn... Or perhaps one of your chicken parms not cooked all the way, still moving around Still alive! There. The dancing chicken parm! So I turn 90 degrees <laughs> yeah. from facing the dishwasher to facing the stove to examine what this rattling noise could possibly be. Uh-huh. And I look at the burners Uh-oh. on this beautiful Viking appliance. No humble brag needed. And I'm like, that burner's normal, that burner's normal, that burner's normal, that burner's not. There's a mouse. Mouse in the house. There's a mouse. It's a mouse inside the stove, just hanging out. Yeah, not in the oven. Uh Uh-huh. In, up the stove. Right under the burner. You sent us right the video. Right under the burner. Can, can we, I tweet that video now that you, we've done it? I don't think so. I think you can. I don't. We, we, want, the, we, want, the, we want the video out? Not the well, full one. Well, if you want to open the phone lines, we want people to be able to see Just it. Just the six-second video? All right. What fair. is given yeah. away in the six-second video? Uh, all right, fine. fine I mean, your, fine. Ba- your bank statement with all the applicable numbers <laughs> is on top of the stove. All right, fine. If it were me, I'd tweet out the link to the Zillow because I'd be selling the house if there was a mouse in there. That's <laughs> where this is going. If there's one mouse in the stove... How many mice are under the stove? Okay. That's what I want to know. Okay. A thousand. Boys, buckle up. Oh, boy. For, for this, this story is just beginning. <laughs> so. But I got to say, the video you sent, which we'll tweet against your will, is, is horrifying. No, this, this, is, this is an adorable field mouse. No, no. The stove is rattling and is jumping up in the air. I mean, I'm, the first thing I would do, call me crazy, is I would turn on the stove. Okay. Listen, <laughs> am I a terrible person? All right. Perhaps. Listen, dude. All right. <laughs> I was so I. scared. <laughs> so high. So high and so scared. And I <laughs> only to be topped by my not high but more scared wife. Oh, boy. Because she is not. A mouse, in, a mouse person. A mouse rodent bug. Doesn't have little mouse like slippers that she wears. Not into it. Doesn't think Ratatouille or Stuart Little were cute. <laughs> and and I'll be honest, Shane, you say it's a little field mouse. Yeah, it's a small field mouse. I it, thought it was a squirrel. I thought it was a rat. <laughs> I thought at first it was a squirrel. And I was a little freaked out. All right. So I am like There's a rat in the I'm, kitchen. What am I gonna do? There's I'm, a rat in the like, kitchen. There's a rat. In the stove. Mm-hmm. What do I? And Steph's like, they carry diseases. Don't get bit. And I'm like, all right, good advice. Never. <laughs> <laughs> what do that I? Is, that is good advice. <laughs> like, but also grab it and throw it away. <laughs> right. Right. So <laughs> just she, don't get bit. Th- these are like among the first things that my wife said to me. How do you know that there's a mouse or a rat in the stove? I said. Because I saw it. Mm-hmm. She then said, we have to burn the house down. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let's. That seems rash. <laughs> I'm like, 
Burn the house down. Can we come back towards rational? <laughs> like, like, let's move back. That's how much she, was, man, she really didn't like Ratatouille. <laughs> it's only, all right. She really didn't like it. And she's like, you, she's like, I can't go to sleep with this mouse in the house. I'm like, well, we got to go to sleep. At some point, she's like, well, then you got to get it out. Did you want to go to sleep? Let's just deal with it tomorrow, honey. I got to watch um, John Stewart. I really got to get to the rest of this. Yeah. Yeah, you just wanted to go to bed. I just I'm like I'm like, how long has this guy been here? You didn't just this move guy. In, you didn't just move in today. He's been here. Jim, Jim Mouse. All right, no, but all right, boys, settle in. Yeah. So, all right, first thing we do. Google 24 hour exterminator services. You know me. Field mouse? Dude, I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm willing what to throw I'm like, I'm willing to throw money at this problem right now. I, uh, I, I, I won <laughs> I won a couple of bets uh, on the Super Bowl. I, uh, I'll, I'll withdraw. <laughs> I'll withdraw from my offshore betting accounts. I will throw money at this mouse problem right now. Oh wait, is there anyone within a 10 mile radius who I can give two hundred dollars to? I don't even need a professional. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, an you, amateur exterminator you, would be you, fine. You, it's like text your neighbor, your, like, your guy neighbor group chat, oh. and see if any of them are manly enough to get this thing out of that. She's like, I don't trust. You. She's like, that's not a bad idea to text the guy neighbor group chat. And say, hey, have you guys dealt with mice before? I got one in my stove. I don't really know what to do. I, that's that, a good idea. That was her. But I was embarrassed. I was like, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. <laughs> But then I was like, hold on, hold on, just pause right. There. I was like, I really hold can't, on. guys. I applaud that from him. Oh, that's but, a step. No, but, but hold on, Shane and Tanny. He's embarrassed to text the group chat, but not to discuss it the next day on a 50,000-watt blowtorch. That logic doesn't hold. Uh, it doesn't hold. Again, this is how I pay for the exterminator. Okay? Okay? All right, that's fair, actually. This, this, is, this is how I've built a small empire, okay? It's through these takes, all right? And these stories okay. and this honesty. So, yeah. Yes. I, it, I, behind this microphone, I have no shame. In uh, personal life, I, of course, feel human emotion. Uh, So, literally, 24-hour exterminator. Well, sir, you know, you should... Uh, we we open tomorrow. This is not this is not an emergency. You've got a mouse in your stove. It's not an emergency. Like we're not going to dispatch someone for this. Okay, cool. Call the next one. Well, we'll come out, but it's five hundred dollars. Of course it is. What did you expect when they're five, calling them? Like, oh, for you, ten o'clock at night, thirty five dollars. I love the Caleb Williams jersey. I I don't know. So I'm like, all right, that not paying five hundred bucks. As this, I'm doing is this, this Danny of Bull's position, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be right over. As I'm doing this, and I don't know if she would like, she called the non-emergency number. Yeah. She called the non-emergency number to the village. Yep. Okay. They say. Let's involve the government. They said, we don't have a uh, an emergency, like, you know what I mean? This is not, does not fall under animal control. <laughs> Get a mousetrap. Yes! I was going to say, they, were, they probably said, get in your car, drive to a drugstore, mm-hmm. and get a glue trap, and then go to bed. Okay. So they like, get a mousetrap. So she <laughs> express orders from Amazon some mousetrap. They arrive at like 8.30 this morning. <laughs> Dude, oh, he's high. He can't get in the car. I, you can't, I mean, this is what... You could go puff it. You could I, go puff... Oh, he's yeah. too much of that already. <laughs> 
He's Danny, so, this this is a I'll new. I, I don't know if you're done yet, but this is a this is a new low for so, you so, and for Steph. So, I'm frankly, more disappointed. Do they have GoPuff up there? So uh. so my buddy, I'm texting my buddy who's like good at fixing stuff and is a real man. Your answer for a mouse problem is to text people, <laughs> and he's like he's like, well, as far as I can tell, you can either beat it to death or put on some gloves. Pick it up, get it into a bag, a uh, Tupperware, like whatever you think you could manage. Uh-huh. Carry it outside and let it go. <laughs> a bag or Tupperware? Like, 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 like so, you know, like, whatever yeah. you think you can manage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd stick with the bag. Oh man, I don't know if you can manage the Tupperware. You have any buckets in the house? You should have the water issues. You have any extra buckets? Yeah, yeah that's bucket. what I would have recommended. Yeah. Right, yeah. A bucket upside down over the burner, a piece of plywood or a cutting board underneath. Slide the bucket. Go ahead and top the 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 bucket with the cutting board. Flip it over and bring it outside. You know what's right next to the stove? Our oven mitts. Like I, I grab. I had the oven mitts on. Put on I put two shoes oven, on. You put on two oven mitts. <laughs> you, you grab a Tupperware. You shove the mouse into the Tupperware and take it outside. Do, what we know about Danny, do you think he's coordinated enough to grab the mouse? No. That's what I was worried about, dude. Where's your dog, dude? Okay. Next. Where's your dog in this? Laying on the couch yep. where we were watching Curb, not moving. <laughs> waiting, uh, waiting for you to come back. Dude. Honestly, Willie would have gotten out of Shane's house, run to Danny's house, and gone up and taken care of that. So I put gloves on, took gloves off. I put shoes on, called two 24-hour exterminator services. The non-emergency number was called. We express ordered mousetraps. And here's how it ended. I took four baking sheets that you would like, like make like chocolate chip cookies on. And I they don't co- have lids. And I covered. What are we doing? And I covered up oh. the stove. Wow. And I went to bed. That is the equivalent of turning up the radio so you don't have to hear the car engine rattle. And I went to bed. Uh. You just trapped it underneath the baking sheets and went to bed? That's how we ended the night. I considered turning on the burner and burning it. I could, that would have been option like 48. I considered. I, I, that, that was my first thought. But. I definitely would have ended up with oven mitts on trying to get it into a Tupperware. Would have been a little scary. A little scary. Sure. And what if you drop it? And, like, there's a grate over the burner, right? So he's he's between the burner and the grate. So he's kind of trapped in there. I'd have to remove the grate to get mm-hmm. to the mouse. I remove. How do you? Put no, you a- wouldn't. No, you just put the bucket over it and slide the grate off with it. Then you're going to dump the mouse outside. He's not going to take the grate with him. <laughs> He's going to leave it behind for you. Did you, you hear it was a Viking though? Did you hear? It's, it's, God, it's, dude, it's, it's a heavy grade. Sometimes, man. What? So what? So okay. Sometimes I just I don't get it. I I don't. You're thirty seven. Thirty seven. Uh, I was scared. How? Oh, how? God. How did I make it this far? Yeah. yeah. Could have shot it. I don't have a gun. My buddy, yeah. Yeah, don't have a gun. So right now, where are we? Does the mouse uh, remain in the stove? Exterminator came over, you know, this morning. I don't fault you for the they exterminator said, they, they in said, general. They, well, no, they, yeah, you got to look to see if they got more find, sure. find entry points. What do or they what? say? Like one means there's thirty or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, like there's clearly like an entry point. The basement was clean, which is good because that's unfinished. So maybe the, like the attic, we the, we don't have access to the attic. That's like where just like the the second like the upstairs heater is or whatever so maybe they're getting in through a roof spot somewhere up there and yeah I, so like i don't they're working on it i don't i don't know what about owen's eggs this morning my guy owen not have his eggs 
He had his eggs. Okay. <laughs> Microwave them? You went and got them from somewhere. No, I made them. Uh, you picked up uh, picked up one of the I sheet made pans? On a different, I made them on a different burner. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> with, a, with a pan. Oh. That's bad. That's bad. No, I got his eggs. Uh, oh, God. It's I, amazing. So my question is, like, basically, is anyone else willing to step into the vulnerability tree here mm-hmm. and talk about a time when your wife needed you to do something to be the man of the house? Oh, yeah. And you fell woefully short. Because she was like, Danny, I'm sorry. I can't help you with this one. I don't even want to see it. This is like, this. I can't deal with this. This is on you. And I wanted to, I, I tried. I was like, I'm not texting the, na- the neighbors. I'm not texting the guys. I'll put on the gloves. I'll put on the shoes. I'm going to do it. And then I didn't do it. Well, I and mean, then I finished the Curb episode and watched John Stewart and went to bed. Man, it's amazing. I, I, you know, look, uh, Christine is very uh, capable <laughs> and strong when it comes to removing, you know, uh, moths or spiders or anything like that. So I haven't had that issue. But in terms of like letting her down when she wants me to be <laughs> strong, oh yeah, oh yeah. Like there was there was one time last week she woke up last week having you. a coughing fit, a huge coughing fit. Yeah. And and it was like, oh my god, honey, you okay? And immediately fell back to sleep. Just immediately, she's gagging, having trouble breathing, and all that. I'm like, oh, you're right. And I went back to sleep. And then I was woken up a little while after, and and yelled at, and I deserved it a thousand percent. She's in peril. <laughs> she's yeah. in peril, and I'm I'm not rising to you the moment. You did not rise to the, the moment. But in she, terms did of, she wake you? Yeah. In terms oh, of wildlife, I haven't great. had that issue. Wildlife issues. It doesn't have to be wildlife. Issues. I'm just saying. Your wife comes to you, your significant other comes to you, Mm -hmm. needs you to step up, and you say, honey, I will step up, and then you fail. Uh, That's what happened. Yeah. That's what happened. Sandy and Carol Stream, go ahead. Hey, guys. First of all, I'm laughing so hard I can't stand it. But um, I live on a lake. I have mice all the time in my garage and outside in my yard and all that kind of stuff. And if they get in your house, and like somebody said, if you have one, you've got ten. Um, you need to you need to look around and see if there's little droppings along the uh, baseboards or in the back of your cabinets. And if you're lucky enough to not see any, or to see any other mouse, that's great. Then buy these things, and I don't know what they're called. That's real helpful, I know, but. <laughs> They're, they're vibrating noise things. You plug them into the wall, and they make a vibrating sound that you can't hear, but it keeps the mice out. No and way. And put them in your plugs in the kitchen. I swear. And if you've already got the mice, it's not going to make them leave. you got to get – so if you find dropping, get go ahead and call an exterminator. But if there's no droppings anywhere or signs of any other mice. No, I mean, the exterminator's been called. Like, they're they're working on that. But I like the ultrasonic mouse repellent um, and and members of ultrasonic mouse repellent. Yeah, you can can get those cheaply on Amazon or otherwise. I would get some of those immediately. Uh, All right. And and plug them in, plug a whole bunch of them in, (laughs) even though they tell you one. And with you, in your case, maybe maybe double it. <laughs> okay. Yep. Thank you, Sandy. Appreciate it. People keep saying, "Get a cat." I'm allergic. Uh, no, I'm not getting a cat. Oh my god. Not getting a cat. Texters, you guys make me feel more like a man every time you tell a story. I do. I, I, I. I'm surprised Marta wasn't called to get rid of the mouse. I mean, we told her about it when she got here today. Yeah. I was hoping that she would solve the problem.
She didn't. I called my brother-in-law after one of our dogs killed a squirrel in the backyard. He came with no gloves and a trash bag. Had absolutely no issue. <laughs> so your brother-in-law came and saved you. I had a dead bunny family in my window well. Oh, that's sad. I didn't know what to do about it. Texted my neighbor saying I needed help to dispose of a body. He came over immediately. That's a good neighbor. Yeah. I, all right. It's a bunny body, but still it is a it, body. It is a body. It is a body. <sighs> Oh, God. While yeah. staying at my then-girlfriend, now-wife's house, laying down to bed, maybe 10 minutes after a light turned on and noise was made, I told her, I'm not checking out that noise. It's her house. Go take a look. Turned out that our dog had sat on the switch for the light, turned it on, and got startled. That's all. Looking back, I was not a man in that situation. That's what I'm saying. It happens. That's what I'm saying. I, I felt so inadequate. Oh, it was terrible. God. It was terrible. We live by a forest preserve. Like, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it is what it is. Like, I, I was, I remember seeing my dad was freaked out by a bird in our house when I was a kid, and my mom was not. And I remember judging my father very harshly at the time. Yeah. No, my dad glad, was terrified by a bird. I'm glad my boys were asleep. This was not, <laughs> they didn't have to see they it. They didn't have to see it. And like we're gonna we're gonna erase this from the FCC so that they can never listen to this podcast. My first move pr- probably would have been to to turn on the ovens. You would have burned the mouse. I, I, but then you got to deal with like the smell of incinerated mouse, and then like that's disgusting. It is kind of disgusting. It's disgusting. It's incredibly efficient though. Yeah, gets get it done. Right there, you get right back. To, get right back a to mouse curb removal. Button. <laughs> That's as close as you got to, like, let's eliminate the problem, shall we? Sorry, buddy. Is that what you would have done, Tanny? No, no. First, I will just say, full disclosure, mice, rats, hate it. I, I just, I have a real visceral reaction to rodents and stuff like that. We have not had an issue like that in my home, knock on wood, try to take all the precautionary measures with, like, you know, sealing up the outside of the house and stuff. Mm. I did have, uh, during my first mow of the season this past spring, there was a, a, a dead cat carcass in, in one of my kids' old playhouses that she didn't use anymore. Ooh. So Ooh. over the course of the winter, either it snuck in there for warmth or it was dragged in there <laughs> by another animal. How uh, long did you leave it out there? Uh, no, it rushed right away. Just like I got the big, you know, gloves and trash bag right away. Yeah, so it was not. It was not my favorite thing in the world to do. But that's what you do as the man of the house, you know. Mm. And you tell everyone about it afterwards. Look what I did. You should see this thing back there. Yep. Yep. Are you, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would have just, yeah. I got a lot it. of fails on my record, dude. What kind a- of stove is it? Is it electric stove or gas stove? Viking. I, I know. <laughs> <the> gas? <laughs> yeah. No, you could have just turned on the, on the gas and not the flame, theoretically. The <laughs> <laughs> How cruel gas, are you? Gas the mouse. Yeah, go ahead and gas that mouse. That's what they do down in uh, Alabama, right? These days? Or what was it? Texas are trying new ways to kill people? Oh, God. With capital punishment? They want cheaper, more efficient ways. I'm just saying. So we got people who maybe are willing to share their their big fails when they were asked to step up, uh, because I got a long, long, long list of them. So we can hear some of those as we go. Kevin Warren spoke today. Uh, speaks has encouragement for uh, the losing coach at the Super Bowl. We got a lot to do here. Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. I am actually doing a radio show with Parkinson Spiegel, and I wasn't particularly good. I mean, not that that's a new thing. Afternoons on the score. It's Mike Nuts. Many of you are being very kind on the text line and on the Twitch chat. Many of you are not. 
<laughs> that is kind of how it goes. No, see, you you found the life hack part of it, which is to ask if anybody else has ever had a similar experience. And the answer is, of course, yes. Yeah, I know how to do the job. Yeah. 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 I, I love this. I live in Charlotte. I killed a snake in the backyard, took the head off with a four iron. As the story has evolved, it was a baby copper head. <laughs> yeah. No, That's not true. Anyway. Uh, this little snake still moved for 15 or 20 minutes without a head. I was terrified. <laughs> it's a good use of a forearm, though. It's a tough club to hit. Yes, true, right? Is that what um, what uh, what was used on Tiger's back windshield? Was that a four-iron? Do you remember what club it was? I don't know if there was a specific iron that was ever revealed. She got all uh, of that one, though. Yeah, she did. She really did. Parkins, pro tip, you don't even need gloves to grab an animal like that. Put your hand inside a plastic bag and then use that to grab the animal. Like how dog owners pick up the dog number oh, two. Oh, yeah, it's not a terrible thought. Yeah. I don't You still would have been freaked out. Terrified. Yeah, if it was what like a little jewel been... bag or something. What if it was a little stronger, like a a, a one-gallon freezer bag? Would you still be afraid that the mice, the mouse yeah. could eat through that? I would still put on gloves to go through the bag. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. gross, man. It's just gross. But anyway, the the, the call stories are not uh, incredible. We got ten lines lit up, but they're not they're not great. Oh, so but we'll... this is good. Hold on, good texts. Uh, while driving with my girlfriend, we ran over a nail and got a flat. Oof. After fifteen oh, yeah. minutes of trying to remove the lug nuts, we called her brother and father, and they had to drive forty five minutes to help. After five seconds, I then realized I was turning the tire iron in the wrong direction. Oh, ouch! That's... And. That's a big hit. And and calling the brother and father oh, of the girl. Her brother. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Oh, like, your man. brother, your father, fine. They can make fun of you. But now they the they hold that over you the rest of the relationship. That's that, tough. That helps a lot. Like being able to, in, in my marriage, being able to be the guy who says, babe, just hang out or go inside if you want. I'll change the tire. Like being able to do that, I recommend that skill very, very highly. Yeah, it's a good skill. Because you feel good. It's impressive. It, it's competent. That's a big one. The other one is hanging a picture in your house. I hang the pictures. You do? Yeah, I hang the good. pictures. Yeah, you, you got the level, drill. the drill. Oh, yeah. it's very nice. Yeah. You got the anchors and all that sure, stuff. Sure, stud finder. Oh, ooh. Yeah, of course. Yeah, your wife had one of those. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. she still does it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, listen, but there's there's mm-hmm. also sometimes multiple holes behind the picture. You know, you know what I mean? It's, I don't get it done perfectly every time. As long as it's not seen. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to deal she's with like, that. A, she's like, it's a little high. I'm like, well, it's there for a reason. Oh, God. Remember I told you the, uh, that I had that door? I had the door that I was just like leaning on the wall in our yeah. bedroom yeah. for about, I don't know, nine weeks, something like that. Yeah. And then the brother-in-law slept over one night, and the next morning he just took care of it. <laughs> Yeah, I got him a coffee while he was doing it, though. You know, that's the equivalent of yeah. the the pizza, the beer, and the Outcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, we all have that kind of thing. Like I think about these guys every day when I'm getting Owen dressed and it's close in the morning. I'm like, hey, this dresser. See, that's nice. I didn't, I didn't build this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't hey, I, I have an idea. I know we're going to do something, but I, I have an idea for a social thing. Can we tomorrow? I don't know if Shane's available. Tanny, you available? I'm going to ask it live on the air. Can um. I want to go down to that bar in the in, in the Pedway, yeah, and see all the crazy people that the way that Bernsey and Lawrence were, and Ray were talking about it the other day, Bef- after the show. After the show. Well, yeah, your <laughs> wife's out of town. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> so tomorrow, tomorrow night after the show, anybody free for a a drink at the Pedway Bar? Shane, you available? On Valentine's Day? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, it's Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm not available. <laughs> I, 
I'm not available. My wife's out of town. Romance is dead. I am not it's available. Dead. I forgot it's Valentine's How badly did you mess up last Valentine's Day where she said, I have to leave? No, I won last Valentine's Day. You know me. I'm competitive about these holidays. Oh, that's right. You keep holidays. score. Forget about yeah, that. Yeah, keep score on those. You want us to go to a Pedway bar on Valentine's Day I think it's at romantic. 6 p.m. I love you guys is what I'm trying to say. I, yeah, I appreciate that. I'll get a heart-shaped uh, bowl of pasta from Sparrow next door. I mean, what could, what could be wrong? I did love the way they were talking about that bar on the midday show. It was, like, it was the most horribly dangerous place on planet Earth. So I'm yeah. like, we used to go there all the time. What does that say about us? <laughs> Their doors were plywood for a little while. I don't know if you remember that. <laughs> we call it homey. You know what I mean? It's very comfortable and cozy. Yeah. Yeah. Surrounded by wood. They, they, what, they do have that window that they built when they put the Sparrow there where you can just go up to the window and order your pizza as opposed to walking out the 10 feet next door to the Sparrow. <laughs> now that's you don't Awesome. have to leave the train station bar. That's awesome That's and helpful. That's good laziness. Yeah. Yeah, I would close up that window. No. Got to leave that there. All right, so you guys are out on the Valentine's <laughs> Day drink at the Pedway Bar. Yeah, man. Sorry. Man, come on. Sh- N- another time. I'm not I'm not against the idea of going to that bar, but not tomorrow. Okay. Just going right. to make it even more pathetic. <laughs> it would it'd be kind of fun to see who is there, though. It would. <laughs> <laughs> they could probably use our company. That's right. right we exactly. could go and increase the quality of their evening. Yeah, who's drinking alone at the yeah. Pedway Bar That's on Valentine's sure. Day at 6.30 p.m.? All right. You have words of encouragement for the losing Super Bowl coach, and I have a scenario from the Super Bowl that I did not consider that I'm mad at myself for. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Parkinson Spiegel. Sounds like the law firm you call when you get a parking ticket. (laughs) Afternoons on the score. Well, Coach, first of all, we really appreciate your time. An incredible back-and-forth game. Obviously didn't go the way you guys would want. What were the right words in the locker room for your guys? Uh, There's no right words right now. Um, It hurts. Everybody understands that. Uh, We knew it would hurt if it came to this, but... I'm just proud of our guys. They put themselves out there. Um, they played their tails off. They played through a lot of stuff. And it's something we got to live with, but uh, I know it's something we can handle. But, yeah, we're all pretty disappointed right now. Um, but I'm going to lose with anyone. I want to lose with those guys, man. That's Kyle Shanahan. He's got some experience in losing to those guys. He's now done it in a couple of Super Bowls. Digging into the Tennessee whiskey to drown the sorrows. Maybe he wants to go eat ice cream in a tent somewhere. So it was Tori Lovello's idea. Yeah, right? not a terrible idea. Yeah. Good comfort food. Oh, but uh, it's brutal, man. Been beaten by Pat Mahomes, Pat Mahomes now twice, having blown 10-point leads both times. Obviously, the 28-3 to yep. Super Bowl loss. Uh, I just want to... I want to run away and hide for a few days. <laughs> I want to go camping and just sit in the tent and and suck my thumb. You know, and eat ice cream. <laughs> oh, God. It's visceral, man. You can feel that one. Yeah. So, Kyle Shanahan had a rough game. He's had a rough time in those three losses. You saw the third down percentages in all three losses that have been yep. out there. Yep. It's been brutal. This game, he's getting raked over the coals for obviously the overtime decision, which does have some nuance to it. How about coming out for the second half? They do two three-and-outs with six passes. The next one is two out of three passes and another three-and-out. So it's eight out of nine plays were pass attempts when your running game 
had been working, and that is the obvious weakness of the Chiefs. So that is among the biggest mistakes that he's getting raked over the coals for. I mean, the biggest mistake that people are still talking about is the decision to in overtime. Yes. That, that is still by far and away the biggest thing. And to me, the most egregious thing that has come out is the fact that he did not communicate to his players, either in training camp or at the beginning of the playoffs, what the new overtime rules were and what they'd be thinking about. There was confusion on his team, just absolutely brutal. And we learned that Andy Reid in training camp talked to them about it. And again, at the beginning of the playoffs, did you see the tweet from Chase Daniel that in every preseason – Most of Andy Reid's team meetings were like two minutes, maybe three minutes. They were very short, except there was one where he talked about strategy overall, explained his overall strategic mindset. And it was lasted like two hours and everybody knew to pay attention to absolutely everything. And he went over everything with great attention to detail. Thought that was really cool to think of. Because when you think about Andy Reid in the past, you don't think about a head coach looking at all those details. You know, you saw it in Kansas City when he still wasn't a fully formed head coach because there's a ton of Philly things, and I want to mention one of them. But let me ask you about the 2016 divisional round eliminated against the Patriots. They're down two scores with six and a half minutes left in yeah, the fourth no quarter. Urgen, no urgency on the on the drive at the end. I was I was at that game. Six, I was in Foxborough. Sixteen play drive yeah. took five minutes of game clock. Yep. And in the end of that one, they had first and goal from the one with two minutes and thirty three seconds left. Took them a minute and twenty seconds to score absolutely brutal that one even that's just in his kansas city past yeah there i mean listen that the truth is is that he he's not perfect now none of them are none of them are but he's way better now he he is way better now but it's always tricky to know if he is way better now or he has a way better quarterback now who executes at a higher rate and gets him more yards per play so he's in fewer third downs because they get first downs at a higher percentage so there are fewer crux of the issue like uh, razor thin margin decisions that he has to make agree he has fewer decisions to make when he's scoring at a higher points per play average because he's got a better quarterback agreed but in terms of like the communication the the way that he was on top of the overtime stuff from the get-go and his team knew what was happening of course he's gotten he's great at it and their preparation i mean the most famous one in philly was what super bowl 39 at the end of the first half it was 7-7 they had the ball at their 19 with a minute three had no urgency, ended up having to go to the halftime locker room at the Patriots' 37-yard line as time expired with two timeouts in his back pocket mm-hmm. because of how terribly he mismanaged the entire sequence. Right. So there's multiple, multiple things like that. Kyle Shanahan could very well grow up to be Andy Reid. Like, he's a brilliant offensive strategist, a really good play caller who failed in this Super Bowl and failed four years ago and failed when he was with the Falcons. But coaches grow up and mature, too. And I think Kyle Shanahan should know that it's possible if he keeps coaching well and has good quarterback and good talent, then he can be a better and more complete head coach, and he'll learn from this stuff. He's going to coach for as long as he wants to coach, you know, so I, I, I agree. And he's too good not to get one eventually. And he might learn from some of his conservative in-game stuff and then become more aggressive in-game and get paired with a better quarterback and it becomes, like, crazy scary. Not that Purdy was the reason that they lost that game, but he 
I, I don't know how much of his conservative nature uh, in these big games has been, I don't 100% trust Jimmy Garoppolo or Brock Purdy, and then I get the next guy who is if Trey Lance would have worked out or gets reunited with Kirk Cousins or whatever, and he takes that step. But I, I fully expect Kyle Shanahan to win a Super Bowl. I don't know if, if conservative it is, is, is correct in terms of this Super Bowl where he should have perhaps leaned on the run game more. And Andy Reid has leaned on the run game more. And with Pat Mahomes, they've leaned on the run game more because they've had to, yes. But it, it's so, so to me, it's like just doing whatever it takes to win the game and not getting caught in some of your geniusness, which is what was what Andy was accused of right. back in the day, throwing too much and being chaotic. Which I way. honestly think was a crazy criticism of him in Philly. Like, it aged well. Passing is the more valuable thing than running in terms of yards per play. The league ended up started coaching more like Andy Reid, you know. So it, I actually thought that criticism of him, he had Brian Westbrook who would like lead the league in receptions, and uh, you know mm-hmm. he, they were in the NFC Championship game five times, and he he would lose the the better quarterback team often. You know, I I think he's always been an amazing coach, and now an, or the amazing race car driver that finally gets to drive the fastest car, and it's a crazy combination. But yes, mm-hmm. he has evolved significantly: communication, preparation, game management, all of that stuff. The reason I said aggression on Shanahan, I mentioned that there was a Super Bowl thing, and I knew you wanted yeah. to talk about Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. I didn't consider this at the time, and I'm mad at myself. And I saw Roger Sherman tweet about it, and I thought it was a really interesting hypothetical. He says the real strategy error by Kyle Shanahan was kicking on fourth and four from the nine in overtime. It gave Kansas City the urgency to go for it on fourth until they hit field goal range, mm-hmm. still left them in position to win with a touchdown. Go for it. If you miss. They're in bad field position. Force a punt, and then you get to win with a field goal. On the Kansas City overtime drive, they knew they had to pick up fourth downs, but they had no time issues that usually come with got-to-score drives. They could run, huddle, didn't have to spike, etc. Obviously, Mahomes does well even with time issues, but there was no data set of drives under those conditions. Mm -hmm. I thought that's really interesting. What do you think the reaction would have been, given what we saw happen to Dan Campbell? If it was fourth and four from the nine-yard line in the Super Bowl yeah. in a tie game, if Kyle Shanahan would have went for it. Well, I, I, I think I, that is a fascinating it thing. Is. Well, I, I heard Mully talking about this this morning, talking about how the third down play call should have been a run because they were owning them. And then the fourth down play call it's not fourth and four. could have also been a run. Exactly right. It's third and four instead of the pass play. Just go ahead with McCaffrey, who wants it terribly and is running his ass off at that point. Yeah. You know? And he just ran well to get you there uh, at times on that drive. So just go ahead. And so that fourth and four would even be shorter. If that had been the mindset, I think, I, I don't know. I, it's clear that they didn't think about it enough what the strategy would be in this moment. And he will never make that mistake again. That right. is for damn sure. Right. I think it's I think it's really close. Uh, and it would take... I don't love going for it on fourth and four, but I, I like running it on third and four, knowing you'll go for it on fourth and two or fourth and one. Right, and if you get stopped or it's a negative play. Uh, I mean, it would have been... That would have that would be up there with you know onside kick in a Super Bowl by Sean Payton like that 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 would have been up there with gutsiest greatest play calls in football history, you know like Philly special, 
uh, if, if, if they would have actually gone for it on fourth down, converted, and ended that drive with a touchdown. And he could have been the coach that just ran it again and again down their throats and beat them the way that you can beat Kansas City. Yeah. And and then Mahomes has to come down and get seven, but maybe they go for two and you got a completely different situation. Well, and Brett Veach, the GM of the Chiefs, after the game said, he's like, you can't beat, you can't beat 15 with field goals. That's what he said on the field right after the game. Hmm. And he's like, we had a tremendous calm where we were watching the game when they settled for these. Like, wow, we're going to win this game. They just had a belief that they were going to drive down the field yeah. and he was going to figure out a way, knowing that he would have four downs to get the 10 yards to keep moving them down the field, having confidence in Butker and all of that yeah. stuff. But I, I was like, man, in the moment, even though I knew what the overtime rules were, I still was like, yeah, that's a kick spot yeah. because it should be too risky. Man. But that as a really interesting hypothetical. These guys can get smarter. Mahomes has gotten smarter, and I believe he could still get even smarter. Yeah. Uh, and and these coaches get smarter too. Andy Reid has, and Kyle Shanahan will. Yeah. And he again, he's already crazy smart. Yeah. The, the, these are hard things. They they are they are hard hard things. And I, the game management stuff drives us crazy. But we're sitting on our couch in totally peaceful environments with imperfect amounts of data. Without a doubt. And they have to game plan and play call and manage injuries and other people in their headsets. This is the life they've chosen, though. No, I'm not saying, of course, and they're paid millions and millions of dollars to do it, and they're the best in the world uh, at at their profession. I'm just saying, uh, even with mistakes in game, you can still be a great coach because it's about game planning and play calling and preparation. And there's so many things Mm. uh, that go into it. And he is still an excellent coach, even if he came up short in that spot. Want to open up the forum for pushback to the Caleb Williams uh, endorsement jersey and all that, because there was something that happened that really surprised me as it relates to Justin Fields. And I want to have a conversation openly and vulnerably about it next on The Score. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.